Welcome to Unabashed You, conversations to become who you already are. The focus at UI is to be who you are without apology, for you are one of a kind, without equal. Be encouraged as these conversations will help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Your companion to the whimsy and beauty of the human spirit, Rochelle Condi now. She likes people who are authentic, who've gone through a challenge and come out the other side, all the better for having gone through it, an opportunity for growth. That's Ellen Bergen, confidence and joy coach, this week's guest. And if you've been listening to this podcast, then you know that kind of talk is right up my alley. Maybe that's why I was drawn to Ellen on Instagram, kindred spirits and all that. Hello and welcome to the show, Ellen. It's so wonderful to have you here. I appreciate you having me, Michelle. Thank you. Yes, thank you. I have the feeling we have a lot in common and we're going to we're going to find out what that all is. Is there anything you want the listeners to know to get started here? I'm excited to dig in. Um just a few things is that I'm a wife, a mother, and most recently a grandma, so I'm pretty excited <laughs> about that. <laughs> um I Retired after a little over 30 years in the business world. And so um, right now I uh, live a quasi-retired lifestyle. I, I coach and um but it's it's a different life work-life balance. So right, exactly. I'm very I, blessed. I'm right there with you. Yeah, that sounds sounds about right. Sounds uh, very similar and familiar. What three words would you use to describe yourself? Okay, I really had to think about this. Um, the first one is learner. I'm Ooh. a learner. Like I can just dig into podcasts and YouTube videos and take classes and learn about different modalities and try things out. So right. that's my first word. The second word is loyal. Oh, nice. And I'm very loyal to, you know, my relationships, my friendships. And that might be a little bit of the Taurus in me. Apparently, Tauruses <laughs> are known for being very loyal, sometimes to a fault. Okay. Um, and I don't know what that says, because stubbornness also comes as a, a typical Taurus characteristic. So there, I might have a little bit of that, too. <laughs> um, and the third one I'm going to choose is spiritual. Okay, spiritual. Oh, I like that. Okay, and I'm hoping that we get into that one a little more because, of course, that word covers a lot and can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Absolutely. What, what two truths and a lie would you share with us so that I can figure out if the lie, so I can try and figure out the lie? All right. The first one is I have a feather tattoo for my appreciation of angels. Okay. Okay. The second one is. I worked for three years after high school before going to college. Okay. Ooh, okay. okay. <laughs> and the third one is I once slid down a pole in a firehouse. <laughs> I, you know, these are just all over the place, right? There's, there's no, no theme or anything. And, you know, they all could be true. Okay. Okay, so slid down. I, I, here's here's my thought process. 
Okay. So slid down uh, a pole in a firehouse. That sounds like a lot of fun. And certainly something they probably don't let people really do now is my guess because of liability and all that. But sometime in your life, you could have done that. And how fun that would have been. So I'm going to set that one aside. You worked for three years after high school, before college. Now you used a number. And so that's always a little tricky because it could have been four or two or one or not at all. So I'm going to set that one aside. And a feather tattoo for angels. I think that that's entirely possible. Um, and I want to hear more about that either way. Okay, I'm going with work for three years after high school before college. That's the lie. Am I right? You're wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong. Okay, so that one's true. Okay, so you did work for three years after high school, before college, before yes. you decided, before you uh, went went into the college, the college life. Okay, that's right. true. Okay, and then what about slid down a pole in a firehouse? That is also true. <laughs> he used to work for a municipality, so that included going over to the fire department sometimes. And I had the opportunity, um, and so the firefighter went at the bottom and said, okay. And then I couldn't get the courage to just go. He's like, well, you don't have to do it if you don't want. And then I thought, I'm going to go home and tell my kids that I slid down a firefighter's pole <laughs> and right. because this, I'll never have the opportunity again. So I just went right. for it and it was right. so fun. Well, and like we, we say, do it scared. You know, you were excited and you were scared. So there were two things happening at the same time that led you to want to conquer the fear in that moment. I, I completely relate to that. And you're right. You may not have ever had that opportunity again. Okay. So now our tattoo for, for the feather tattoo for angels, that's the lie. But does that mean you have uh, an appreciation for angels, but you don't have the feather tattoo or you have the feather tattoo, but it's for some other reason. <laughs> Good question. I have an appreciation for angels, but I don't have any tattoos. Okay. Okay. There you go. So that's interesting because you took like what was kind of partially true for you, the appreciation for angels, and you added on to that. Okay, that that's fun. That's to me that shows me that you're you're creative, and I I, I do appreciate creativity. Very nice. Well, well done. Well done. <laughs> One yeah. of your favorite movies of all time, because you know there's so many. And I'm not a huge movie buff. However, I have watched one over and over, and I, I'm not sure what it says about me, but it's the Christmas movie Elf. Oh, what that says to me is that you're fun loving, you're playful, and you have an appreciation for comedy and Christmas time and, and all of that. Is that is that pretty accurate? I think that's very accurate, right? Yeah, I must have a, an inner child that loves to come out and play because I, I think I know all the lines <laughs> to the movie. Well, and, 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 and that's an easy one to watch every year, right? It is. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, and I'm sure your, your kids know that about you, that you love Elf. Yes, they do. Usually I get a meme around Christmas time from my daughter and they all talk about it. You know, did you watch Elf yet? <laughs> so they know. Oh, that's very fun. I love that. That is that is a very special movie. Name a person that inspires you. Share with us somebody that you find inspiring. 
Well, I'm really glad you gave me a heads up on this question because this was a tough one. There's so many. Right. Well, you I can re- name a couple if you like. I mean, it's it's not, you know, we're not rigid here. It's just a springboard. Sure. Well, I was trying to think because what I really like in people is I like people who are authentic, who have gone through some challenges and took the challenge as an opportunity to grow or to bring something new into their life and who value personal growth. So I was kind of going on that aspect. And I do have an appreciation for humor too, you know, mm-hmm. a little yes. humor um, sprinkled in. So I was recently listening to Michelle Obama's podcast and I thought, I think Michelle Obama is who I'm going to go with. Wonderful. Wonderful. But yeah, she's a good one because you're right. She does seem very authentic. She shows up and she is, you know, talks about hard things and is, is feels courageous enough to go there, as we say. So, uh, yeah, that's a really good one. And we've had somebody else say Michelle Obama. So you're in very good company. All right. Oh, how honey. about um, a piece of wisdom you keep handy? A piece of wisdom. Well, I noticed this morning you had posted the piece of wisdom um, that I was going to say, and that was really? do the thing. <laughs> yes. Okay. Do the thing. Just do it. Um, so instead, I'm going to just take my take a different one. And it's a saying that I learned when I was in my life coach certif- certification program at the Fearless Living Institute. And that is do what you can, when you can, the best you can. Ah. Uh... Okay. I feel like it gives I feel like it gives yourself some grace that when you're, you know, maybe doing something that is a challenge or you have a lot of things going on in your life, it reminds me to have some compassion for myself and to remember I am human. All I can do is the best that I can do. Right. And yeah, and sometimes you can't you can't be all things to all people. Right. Exactly. Okay, so uh, do what you can, when you can, the best you can. Is that correct? Exactly. Oh, that is that is really good. And you're right. It does bring a, a measure of, of grace for who you are and and compassion for yourself. And then also, I, I would extend that out to others. And I'm sure you feel that same thing. Okay. Wow. That's, I, I had a feeling we had a lot in common and, and I feel like I would probably answer a lot of these in very similar fashions, but I, I do love um, the different questions and how I start to get a sense of who the guest is by the answers. And it's sort of a playful way to get to know you. Um, yeah, playful. And I too, you know, like the movie Elephant and would consider myself a playful person. So it's a lot of fun that, um, that you see yourself that way and you continue to play, even though now you're a grandma and, you know, your grandchild and children, if you have more than one, are going to appreciate that playful side of you. I hope so. Yes, I, I only, I'm i a first time grandma. So, okay. <laughs> and he's uh, two months old. So, oh, gosh, I yes. fully intend to do a lot more playing. Yes. Oh, that's so wonderful. Well, that that's just an absolute gift. Good for you. All right, now it's time for our deep dive. And this is what 
This is something that brings you passion, something that really lights you up. And there's so many different ways to go with this. I, I don't think there's like one thing you could answer. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not, I'm, we're, we're just looking to have a conversation. So it's not like you can only talk about one thing. Just, we kind of open it up. And um, I mean, I do know on your Instagram that, and you've mentioned that you are a certified love coach and you, you know, your profile says that you're a confidence and joy coach, which is beautiful. Um, So Mm -hmm. tell, well, tell me about your passion. Tell us about your passion. Sure. Well, um, I I can tell you real quickly that when I turned 50, life just kind of uh, got, I felt like it was at a standstill. I was in this job that many people would think is the the best job. But for me, I just didn't find it fulfilling anymore. So I did a lot of soul searching and I actively tried different things to try to move down a path to find out what was it that I wanted to do. And so long story short, I ended up in the um, year long life coaching uh, training program. And so Having gone through the program at the Fearless Living Institute, I specialize in how fear makes us behave. Mm -hmm. And fear does all kinds of tricks to us uh, to to steal our confidence and to Mm -hmm. make us doubt ourselves and do negative self-talk and so many behaviors that don't support our goals. And some people say, oh, yeah, I, I don't really have fear, but yet we all have a brain and, and there's a fear center in, in our brain. So we all have fear, whether we know it or not. So I, I love to help people bring an awareness to how fear is um, making them behave and maybe patterns in their life that have maybe gone unconscious. And mm. so we so often go on autopilot, you know, we live our lives right. on autopilot And so bringing awareness so then we can make a choice to Uh do something differently. And that is the key word, choice. I I love that word choice because I think a lot of times we are so caught up in our patterns and and what we've been doing for so long that we, we just don't even realize there's another way to do things. And it doesn't have to be this, you know, huge shift, although it may end up being that, but it can start really small. Do you, do you agree that starting small is, is a good way to go? Because I, I think people find, not all people, obviously, but a big change might be too overwhelming. Like, ah, oh, oh, what's that going to be like? Absolutely. Because when we're going to take like a big giant leap outside of our comfort zone, it puts our fear on high alert. And it's like, eh, eh, no, you don't want to do that. (laughs) But when we take just little uh, stretches outside of our comfort zone, just little, little steps, that is not as scary. So it helps us to build momentum and it, it can help us build the confidence. So then we're more able to take those bigger steps with more ease without having fear pull as many tricks on us. We kind of get fear warmed up for it. I like that. (laughs) It's like (laughs) pre-gaming. Right. I like that. Yeah. I I actually was just filming um, some videos yesterday for uh, our website and I, I actually was talking to 
similarly about some of these things, how, you know, just little steps can end up taking you really far and you, so you don't have to necessarily think of it as this big, huge change because that can seem really scary and like too much. How do you find that you, uh, your, your clients find you? Do you do, is it a word of mouth situation or? I've been very blessed. I do have um, word of mouth for sure. That's probably the best way that clients find me. Um, I am on Instagram, which is where you and I met. Um, so that gives me some exposure there. And I have had a couple of clients through, through there. Um, and really it's referrals. Um, one of my, one of my best referrals is I I had, um, I had someone refer this woman to me and then she loved the program so much that she wanted her husband to go through the program because she wanted to have that common language Uh, to be able to speak with him and that common understanding. So up until then, I had only worked with women, but I really enjoyed working with him. So now it's like, well, you know, I really, I really feel like women, you know, is my niche, but yet I really enjoyed um, working with, with that gentleman too. So he opened up my eyes. And so that was just kind of one of my more fun referrals that I've had. Oh, that's, that's wonderful to realize that, you know, what you're doing can be helpful. And I'm sure that they both went through the program, ended up helping them kind of, like you say, have the same language, the same sort of concepts and, and be more on the same page, which I'm sure brought them a lot of, um, you know, a lot of clarity and more fulfillment to their marriage. And, and I find too, when you, that word fulfillment kind of rings in my ear, you know, you can kind of get through in life, but don't we want more than that? Do, don't we like, like what happened when you were turning, when you turned 50 and you realized, wait a minute, is this really, do I want to keep doing this where I'm at? And I, I'm sure you, you know, you have a wonderful family and all those things, but you didn't, something about where you were didn't um, really bring you the fullness of what you felt life could offer. That is so perfectly said, Rochelle. I, cause that's exactly what happened. And my children were grown. They were out of the house. They were independent. And I was not ready to get my knitting needles out <laughs> and just retire. <laughs> uh, but my husband had already retired. Um, and, Oh gosh. So yeah. I I didn't know what I wanted to do. And like I said, my career, I'm grateful for my career, yet I I knew there was more out there for me. Yes. And I wanted to find it. Yes. And I think yes. I found it because I love what I get to do now. I really love it. And I get to also still have uh, a schedule that fits my lifestyle and it works out well. Right. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I, gosh, if there's anything I would want people to get from our conversation out of all the things they could get would be that point that, you know, there, there is more, I mean, obviously there are circumstances and areas in the world where really just getting through the day is really all they can do. Right. And of course we, we don't want that for them, but I think we're talking about sort of your, maybe your average American or some other countries where 
we have been afforded a lot of uh, blessings and, and prosperity and opportunities. And so that idea that I love that you listen to yourself at that juncture in your life that you went, wait a minute, kids are grown, check. You know, I've loved this mm-hmm. job, check. You know, husband and I are great, check. But, 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 right? Exactly. It was like this little thing nagging me in the background. It's, you know, let's let's do something. I, and this may sound corny, but I yeah. really wanted to be of service to others. Right. Um, and, and I feel like I was of service throughout my whole career. I certainly help people be successful in their jobs. Right. Um, yet I wanted to explore serving in a different way. Yeah. And honestly, you know, five, six years ago, I could not have told you what a life coach is. <laughs> so <laughs> it did take it, it actually this goes back to being a learner i when i somebody brought it up to me i searched the podcast uh, um <laughs> app for co- life coaching and i binged all of the podcasts wow. that i could find and then i thought this is this is it Wow. Okay. So when you reach that point and someone else suggested to you, Hey, why don't you think about life coaching? Is that kind of how it went? And you went, Oh, wait a minute. What's that? And then there was enough in that kind of phrasing or your limited understanding of it that made you want to learn more to see if it was a fit. Right. And my actual first uh, thing that I responded with is, no, I don't think I want to be a life coach. But then I thought about it. I'm like, I don't even know what a life coach really is. So <laughs> that's when I decided I needed to do a little research before I rolled it out. So she really planted a seed. And Ooh, I'm very thankful yes. for that. And isn't that, I find it, I I love how different things come to you at different times and then from different people. And you just, you just know in some way it's for you, even if it's just ordinary. Well, I hate to use the word just even in ordinary sort of everyday conversation, there's something that hits you differently. Yes. And so often we brush it off as coincidence or synchronicity or whatever, but yes, I agree that there, it might be a little bit of divine guidance coming right. through. Right. I, I I absolutely agree with you. And I, I believe that as well, that uh, you are you are being guided. And there's a reason that it feels differently to you in that moment than it would at a different time or whatever you do. I, I again, was just talking about this on these videos saying it's kind of like a, like a spotlight goes on what she's saying and it all kind of slows down in a way and the music kind of cues and all these things, time slows down and, and you listen to it. And like you said, you didn't necessarily take it that way at that moment, but you revisited it because wouldn't you say the fear in you immediately went, oh, no, no. Exactly. Right. And so I just had to kind of let it let it swirl in my brain a little bit. <laughs> and because because I was still thinking about it days later, I think uh, that's like what you say is it was meant to be uh, that was that was 
um, I don't know, I just keep thinking divine guidance for somebody to suggest it to me. And, and then it just took off. So it's pretty pretty neat when that happens in life. If you're paying attention. Well, and that's another thing. And I'm sure that you do this in your coaching and, and, and you obviously have done it in your life too, that, uh, cultivating that awareness and that openness to kind of <clears throat> to receive sort of the little the little nudges the guidances the whatever however you look at those things right so that's something that i've been really practicing is sort of becoming more intuitive trying to listen to my intuition a little mm-hmm. more and and really picking up on those small little cues and and just trying to yeah listen to my intuition better yes oh i love that that's so great and uh, the fact that you arrived at a place of really wanting to do that and being very intentional about it i think is important and i would encourage anybody out there to be sure that they you know slow down enough to be a little bit more open and aware of what's going on and and that that kind of listening to your gut sort of thing right which I'm assuming that you're saying is your intuition or that gut. And we call it a feeling, but I, you know, I, I don't know that it is. What do you think of that? We say it's a gut feeling, but I don't know. Is it a feeling? That's a really good question. I think it can be different things. Um, sometimes it can actually, you know, you might feel it in your body somewhere, just a, a nudge. Sometimes in in the instance where somebody mentioned coaching to me, it was just something that stuck with me. And I knew that was kind of my hint that I might want to look into that a little further. <laughs> right. And so, yeah, they, they do say a gut feeling. Sometimes I guess it could be a feeling that you, that something that makes you want to do something. Right, right. Or to not do something. Right, exactly. And the reason I asked is I had come across a quote, and I think I posted this not too long ago, emotions have no intellect. Emotions have no intellect. And the point of that was, in my mind, you know, we go through so many feelings in a day that if we always made, if, if we tended to make decisions just based on our feelings, I think we'd be in a world of trouble, right? Because absolutely, one minute you're giddy, the next minute you're in despair. And if you make decisions based on that, I think that that could be not healthy and great for you. And that's a couple a point. people, yeah, a couple people said, but what about my gut? And I was like, I don't think that's, that's not what I'm saying. I thought it was interesting. So I wondered what you thought. Well, you're you're right. Our our thoughts create our emotions, and certainly, our thoughts can be changed because so often they don't serve us. We think thoughts that are lies for the most part. Right? Uh, you know, we dream up things that, that are just lies in our head. Um, so, yes, I, I think your your point is a really good one. Um, so, I'm not sure that I have a great word for what intuition or gut feeling is <laughs> other than I think it can be different things for different people. Right. But, right. I think we yeah. would describe it perhaps differently and we do call it gut feeling, but I think the gut feeling has intellect, whereas the fleeting sort of emotions or when we're feeling 
you know, jealous or sad or angry or those things uh, don't always, you know, you wouldn't want to create big life decisions based on things that are so fleeting. Right. Yes. It's not, it, I guess they don't call it a gut emotion. <laughs> it's not That's an emotion. True. <laughs> That's true. That's a really good point. So how do you tailor make your um, program different for each client? Or do you have a, a sort of the, the classic one that you go through and then you kind of branch off from there? Well, I, I have two different programs. And it's um, one is six sessions and the other is 11 sessions. So there's a kind of a, a cost and a time uh, flexibility for so we can um, fit anybody's lifestyle. And um, is it the same for every person? Absolutely not. Because okay. every person is individually, is individual. So I do have different topics that we go through each week, patterns and and the way fear um, sort of makes us behave. And it's very specific to humans. We all kind of go through these things. Yet the the session, like they learn outside of the session. So when we get to our coaching call, we don't have to take time for me to teach that's done prior to the call via oh, okay. a book or being audios or videos. And then we integrate that learning into their life and their specific goals or their specific challenges, whatever they're going through. So it ends up being completely unique every single call based on what they're going through. Right. That's what, So it sounds like you specialize in one-on-one. I do. Yes. Being an introvert, I just really enjoy one-on-one conversations. Some people have suggested trying group coaching, yet one-on-one is what I enjoy and that's what I want to stick to. So, you know, you do you and I'll stick to one-on-one coaching. That's what I enjoy. Yes. Uh, Okay. I, I, I love that you know that about yourself and then that has become, this is what I like. And I I receive the most from it. And I feel that I'm able to give the most from it. I, I love that. And it's so interesting to me that you equated that with being introverted. Right. I, you know, I suppose it's not always related to being introverted. But um, it, it for me, I love one-on-one conversations, even outside of coaching. Mm-hmm. And when I, when there's even a third person put into the conversation, I tend to be the listener. I'm a happy listener because I (laughs) I really enjoy listening. And when I want to say something, I definitely speak up, but I enjoy listening and I don't necessarily have the need to always be talking. That's so good. I just love that you know yourself so well. That's great. Is there anything else that you feel that we didn't get to cover in our time together? Not really that I can think of. I've enjoyed our time <laughs> together. And like I, I have said, too. I really appreciate it. I have too, very much so. Uh, and where can people find you, Ellen? Well, I'm on Instagram, Ellen Bergen, B-U-R-G-A-N underscore coach. Or my website is, it's kind of long, but it's ifitbringsyoujoy.com. <laughs> That's great. 
Okay. If it brings you joy.com. Okay, great. So we've got the places we can find you. Ellen, this has been an absolute pleasure. I've really appreciated having this conversation. And I, I find myself deeply fulfilled and excited by people showing up as themselves, whoever that is, like you say, very authentically. I'm very drawn to that. And uh, I greatly appreciate uh, that in you. Thank you. After 30 years in the business world, having raised children who are now independent, as Ellen puts it, she was not ready to get out her knitting needles just yet. Of course, that's a playful way to say she still wanted to do something, something of service. And that is what she has done. Ellen listened to the nudges and found her way into doing the things she loves doing, coaching others into confidence and joy. The Unabashed You website has a page for each guest filled with photos, quotes, and a blog with embedded audio at unabashedyou.com. You can find the show on other podcast platforms. Want to lend your support and encouragement? We invite you to subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find us under Unabashed You. If you want to connect, the email is unabashedyou at gmail.com for questions, comments, and anything else. If you want to be part of our weekly emailing list highlighting the week's episode, give us a shout. We'd be happy to add you, and your info will never be shared. Website visits, social media, and word of mouth in sharing these episodes makes us discoverable, so thanks for your support there. We want these conversations to help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Be encouraged as you continue to listen, read, and be inspired. How about a prayer to send us on our way? Today, take me where you want me to go. Have me meet who you want me to meet. Tell me what you want me to say and keep me out of your way. Amen. And that is the prayer of Michael Judge. He had those prayer cards in his pocket. He was the first casualty in 9-11. And that is a beautiful way that we honor him by remembering that prayer. So today, go on out. Be more of who you are. Do the thing only you can do. Be unabashed. Be you.